Kia ora, Evie. No my hoki mai. Returning to our earlier story about the coastal walkway on Auckland's North Shore that's been closed due to a stout between a landowner and the council. For years, the owner of the Firth family property allowed members of the public to walk through their land, but now the inheritors have built a fence in the middle of the track, forcing walkers to clamber down onto the rocks and around if they wish to continue on the walk. The owners say they'll keep the fence up unless the council agrees to remove a heritage listing on a small cottage on the property, which greatly reduces its value because it can't be developed. Joining us now is Auckland Councillor Richard Hills. Kia ora, Richard. Kia ora. It's described to us as a dilapidated, uh, dilapidated asbestos-ridden building. Why can't council just remove the heritage listing so the track can reopen? Yes, yeah, so it's a complicated issue, something that um, was listed before my time. It was uh, proposed to be listed under North Shore City Council and then went through a plan change process, and there wasn't any opposition at the time. The issue for us now is that elected members cannot promise um, that it will be removed because it will have to go through a plan change process which independent commissioners need to look at the advice and the evidence and then they decide if a heritage listing is removed. It's quite a specific legal process that that has to be gone through and there has to be a change of um, basically status of, of, of the building itself, which I guess in 10 years that may not be a huge change. Why was it given heritage status? So... I don't know all the details, I'm not a heritage planner, um, but there is a, a number of issues that that was sought at the time. It was one of the bungalows or cottages that the last standing uh, on that section of uh, Takapuna Milford area. And there was a lot of history behind Clifton Firth and even um, Paul Firth, the, the resident who was living there until he passed away in 2021, talks about needing to protect this cottage and its history and what happened there. So I think that's what... You know, I wasn't there for the plan change and the hearings and things like that, but those are the sorts of things that were put forward and the independent commissioners at the time put the Category A listing on the house and the property, which is the strongest protection of of a heritage place, I guess. Would you support the heritage status being removed? I I mean, the issue is, is that it's... First of all, it may need to come to my committee, so I can't show predetermination, but I've asked council to look at every single legal avenue we can to keep the the private access open. So this walkway covers 72 uh, different private properties. Some the whole track goes through lots of different private properties. And the original walkway that was put there, maybe under North Shore City, I'm not sure when, was actually on uh, Paul First, uh, the first property as well. So that was on private property as well. It wasn't on council land. So the issue is how we best negotiate to to remove or keep that access open. The issue is that elected members cannot promise, especially through a a land deal discussion, cannot promise to remove a heritage listing because that is a regulatory function and we legally under the law um, have to keep regulatory and non-regulatory decisions separate. So although it sounds really simple, it is um, obviously not as simple as, as people are making it out. Is it fair, though, that every other landowner on that coastline has been able to develop mansions on their properties, but these landowners are stuck with a tiny decaying cottage they don't want? Yeah, I guess that would have been discussed at the time that the heritage listing was put on, and that's with heritage uh, places all over the city. So the issue would be if things like the Esplanade or the Vic Theatre or, or you know, things that people cherish and love across across the North Shore, but also the city, if we 
were able to just negotiate out heritage listing, that would be sort of against the law. So it, it, the issue is that the reasons it was put on, that would have to be discussed and independent commissioners would you know, either agree to continue or, or remove it. It's not as simple as that. And as I said before, the, the last landowners uh, supported the, the protecting the heritage um, and protecting the historic nature of that that place. But the issue is, is that it was only 10 years ago, I think, that it was put on. Um, but it was North Shore City that really started that process uh, underway. So although I understand, you know, could change the property from six million to much higher. The issue is, is that under the law, the regulatory process of putting protections on, whether whether everyone agrees or not, there was actually no opposition at the time to to that heritage listing. So it is a complicated issue. The owners could um, start their own private plan change process, which takes just the same amount of time as a council one. Um, they could initiate that. And then, but then it would still be decided by independent commissioners who get the heritage experts and everyone there. So it is a difficult discussion. Um, when before this, the last negotiations a couple of years ago, um, before COVID, were around protecting the cottage um, and negotiations with the family and how you could turn it into, say, an artist in residence or a museum or something like that. So the the discussions have changed quite a lot over the years of what conditions would be part of leaving that. Um, that part of the track open. Is the council considering building a path around the affected area of the walkway? Yes, yeah, so there there has been considerations. I think the local board many years ago looked into that, and I've asked for that to be looked at again. Uh, the issue is is that the private land actually goes quite far out over the rocks, and so um, the old uh, people think the old walkway was on council land. It was on private land as well. And I know that negotiations fell down on what they would look like. It is quite a steep drop off the rocks. And because it was ruined last time, we could imagine we've had so many coastal assets ruined in the last year that it may be fairly difficult to get resource consent to put something out over the water, especially with climate change and these extreme weather events. So I've asked for that to be looked into. Uh, we're hoping for reports coming, which will come to the local board and to governing body at some point. But the issue will be, once again, regulatory versus non-regulatory. A, a resource consent is not in the control of elected members, um, much like heritage protection. That would have to go through a process so we could, you know, put all the engineering we want and put um, big uh, pilot, you know, poles into the into the rock there and, and push it out over the ocean. But whether that whether that would get resource consent is once again not in our control. But we have I have asked for all the the possible things and so has the local board. Um, but these have these discussions have been ongoing for some time. Just to finish, Richard, there was a bridge there, a walkway bridge, 12 years ago. It got washed away and never replaced. Will that be replaced? Yeah, so that's what I was talking about. That that bridge or that structure, I'm not sure, I can't find when it was built, but it was uh, not on public land. That was also on the first property. So it, it was further, it was closer to the, the water, I guess, or to the coast, but that was also, a lot of that was on private land. So that couldn't be replaced back on the private land when, when the local board uh, looked into that 2013, I think. Um, so there would have to be a new structure and a new resource consent going out over the, the water. There was investigations at the time which 
um, as far as I know, I wasn't on the council then, but the local board's um, negotiations and consenting negotiations failed with property owners because it is it would have been on private. So it would have to be out away and over the, I guess, into the tide, I guess, um, because a lot of people thought that old walkway that got washed away in the 2011, uh, 2010 storms, um, I think a lot of people thought that was council and it was on council land where it wasn't. Thank you, Richard. That's Auckland Councillor Richard Hills. Hawke's Bay Magpies ran fairly shield win has been marred by after